Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, your source for everything death, I guess, today. <laughs> uh, that was sure. kind of a botched intro, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's alright. We have a very special guest on today. Fans of mock footage might know him, but this is his first time on Netflix and Kill. Yeah. Welcome, Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, hello. Thank you for you? having me. I'm good. I just watched Death Be Cheated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> He's a very tricky one, that Death. <laughs> death is Death is an old friend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because we go out to the beach all the time in the summer. And we just hang out, get some ice cream, we walk down the boardwalk, people fall over. It's fine. <laughs> so you and Death are friends, huh? Death and I have a very intimate re- I'm not <laughs> following this anymore. <laughs> I was going to ask if Death looks like Tony Todd. Death can look like whatever they want to look like. Okay. So, yes. I, I was awesome. picturing more of like a Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy type scenario. <laughs> yes. I, lo- I loved that cartoon as a kid. It was very good, very fun, very not this movie. Mm. Very not this movie. <laughs> Although it does kind of have the same schlock, not not as many monsters, but definitely the same kind of schlock humor. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I can see that. Yeah. So what we watched today or tonight, when we're recording this, whenever this goes out to all you people, um, the episode that this is about is. Uh, Final Destination. Yeah, which unfortunately is no longer on Netflix. I'm salty. Every time yeah. we decide to do a movie that was on Netflix, I feel like they, it ends up being taken off right before we actually record. Oh no! It's but, like it's like you know when what? Death s- like when someone in this movie says, "I'm gonna live forever," and then Death says, "LOL, no." <laughs> Netflix <laughs> yeah. says, "Nope, bye. <laughs> we take this movie. You'll never have it again." Yeah. Sad times. It's just our misfortune and timing. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a comparison where, like, we cheated Netflix, but I don't really know how you cheat a video streaming service. Yeah. Well, there By was, going okay. to their base. We we talked about the rebooted Texas Chainsaw, and then immediately after, they put the original Texas Chainsaw up on Netflix. Uh, so I guess so... that kind of counts. <laughs> it was like to counter out like a good thing that happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Um. So yeah, I think a lot of people who listen to us are probably somewhat familiar with Final Destination, but I'll give just a really quick summary just in case. The plot of Final Destination centers around a group of students who are going on a trip to France and one of them gets a premonition that the plane is going to crash and through some kind of roundabout shenanigans he and a couple other characters end up getting kicked off the plane so they aren't on it when it does indeed explode. And Death is mad that these characters cheated him, or it, they, Death is they. So Death decides that all of these characters need to die, and tries to target them in the most ridiculous, over-the-top ways possible. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Because the, because death is very very sassy. Oh, of course. And and exaggerated when they want to be. Yeah. Yes. So do we want to go through like the deaths and like the order? It's after like the plane explodes. Yeah, I can do that because I think like yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I think that the deaths are definitely the most memorable part of this movie. Mm-hmm. It very mm-hmm. much feels to me at least like somebody kind of wrote the whole thing around that like oh I have these really silly ideas for ways to die and then like wrote a movie script around it yes Mm -hmm. yeah because like these are things that can just happen they just kind of threw a plot around it Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) maybe I don't know I don't make movies kind of they were just trying to find as many like coincidences to happen in like a single death scene as possible and I thought that was kind of funny (laughs) yeah well I did I do legitimately like how they they set up the scenarios really well because they'll have like several different things going on and like you know that death is after this character but you don't know how exactly they're gonna die like I guess what comes to mind is the teacher in the kitchen and there's Mm -hmm. the knives and there's stove top and like there's all these things happening and you're like which of these is gonna lead to her dying i'm scared yeah and it's (laughs) kind of good at building that tension all right so let's uh let's go through our death count here um so like after the plane explodes um then like they go to the funeral and um the first guy to die after the funeral is Todd, who is uh, the main character Alex's friend, his best friend. Best friend, friend slash... Lover? S- lover? Yeah. <laughs> they had some big gay energy. Yeah, the, the funeral scene, they were like really close to each other. It was kind of kind of erotic. <laughs> and they were like... And they were like, I miss you, I don't get to see you. And it was just very, they were very emotional about I'm just, it. I'm just so yeah. sad because my, my dad won't let me see you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was very cute. Yeah. For a funeral scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Todd is, best friend slash lover Todd is death number one mm-hmm. with um, um, strangling to death. Yeah, so, um, Alex accidentally, like, throws a newspaper into a fan, and what comes out is the name Todd, like, on a scrap of paper, and so he's like, oh no, Todd's gonna die, and then, like, he shows up at the house right after it happens, and, like, it's it's this whole scene where, like, Todd is trying to (laughs) do the laundry, he's, like, trying to take the laundry off of, like, the the clothesline that's hanging in the, the shower? Which I've never really seen before, but I know, like, I know people sometimes, like, dry their clothes in the shower if, like, they're, like, they can't do it in, like, the dryer. But, like, the toilet starts leaking, and, like, it leaks so much, it leaks all the way to, like, where he's standing at the shower. And then he slips and falls, like, head first into, like, the string of, like, the clothesline. And, like, it wraps around his neck and pulls him into the, the bathtub. <laughs> Then a bottle of lotion falls down. It's very into, convoluted. Like, the, 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 it, like, opens up and, like, is coating the bottom of the bathtub so, like, he can't get any traction to stand up. And, 
And so he's just, like, flailing around, and he, like, tries to reach for scissors, but, like, that's the worst idea possible. Like, luckily he doesn't reach them, because that would have been an even worse scene if he had gotten the scissors. But, um, but yeah, he's, like, basically just, like, clawing at himself to, like, get this thing off of his neck, and then he dies. (laughs) He, like, just chokes to death. Yeah, it's gruesome, and it lasts a while. Yeah. And it's very convoluted, yeah, just, like, like, most of the death scenes. Yeah, you just, like, sit there and watch him, like, flail around, and it's really uncomfortable. There's, like, a part where, like, it tightens up on his neck, and then his eyes go blue. Yeah. 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 It's, like, just a detail that, like, I didn't need to know about that happens when people choke, but, like, like yeah, dang. This is definitely just... the most uncomfortable one to sit through, like. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like this one is, like, the most realistic of the yeah. deaths. Even though it is convoluted. Yeah, yeah it's super convoluted, yeah. but, like, watching him slowly die and struggle was a lot to take in. Yeah, it's it's definitely not as funny to watch someone, like, get strangled to death uh, as it is to, like, watch someone, like, trip and fall. Like... <laughs> Or, like, have, like, a random, like, piece of metal slice your head off. Or, or like, accidentally pull some knives into you. Those are, like, kind of funny just because, like, the setup was even more convoluted than this one. But, like, they also just, like, didn't have the camera linger on the person as they are dying. Right. (laughs) Who wants Uh, to describe the next one? Should we all take turns? Uh Uh-huh. We could do yeah, that. Who yeah, who was the next one? It was the um the girl I can't remember her name, but the girlfriend. Terry. Yeah. Girlfriend Terry. I, I got Terry. I got Terry. Um after through a chance encounter, everyone that survived the plane crash meets up in like a corner like parlor and they're all yelling at each other and are mad at Alex and then Carter Carter? I right? Think, I yeah. think that's what yeah, Carter's like the bully yeah, kid. Yeah, Carter's the bully kid that is just yelling at Alex for no reason and his girlfriend Terry is fed up with it and breaks up with him and then walks away and then gets immediately hit by by vehicle. And it's uh what did you say during the movie because it was very accurate. <laughs> oh, it was like it was a mean girls thing. <laughs> yeah. It was a mean girls thing. It was definitely a mean girls thing except gruesome and there was blood and everyone was shocked that a girl just died in front of them in the in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it, like literally, I was I was watching that and I went, "Oh my god, it's Regina George." <laughs> <laughs> what Basically. was her line? She said right before that too. She was mad at the boyfriend and she said something she, along. She said, "You know, after all this, for all I care, you can just drop dead." And then she turns around, and gets hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like immediately after she says it, is very very. You know, it's comedic timing in, like, the worst way possible. <laughs> right. But it was quick. It wasn't uh, a long, complicated death no. this time. Yeah. You also didn't really get to see what happened. You just kind of, like, see a bus go by and then a splatter of blood. And, like, they don't even show her again after that. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, no, the, the cast is just looking with blood splattered all over their, you know, clothes and bodies. With shock. And then we go to the next scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. 
And we're all just like, yeah, they're just going to the next one. Death is getting normal for these characters. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, right after that, they, like, the scene changes, and it's just, like, Alex and Clear, who is, like, the weird girl character. Um, it's just both of them taking, like, tablets of, like, Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair, after witnessing some deaths. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. They're like, oh, I just got a big headache. Dang. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so then the next... And by this point, they're starting to catch on. De- death is after them, and then there's a pattern. Um, so next is the teacher, right? Yeah, um, so the yeah. teacher is right after this. <laughs> oh, this one was my favorite, I think. Yeah, so... This is a teacher at their school who was, like, supposed to be chaperoning the trip. And she's at home boiling some tea. And so she's got, like, the burner on. And then, um, there's, like, a one of those blocks where you store knives next to it. And so she, like, lays a towel on top of it. And there's all this setup. Um, and then it was actually a really... It kind of made me sad. At one point, she jumps... And spills her tea because the mug has the high school name on it. And I guess it's just, like, a bad reminder of what happened. Um, yeah. And so she decides to pour herself some vodka instead, as you do. And mm-hmm. um, the mug she cracks. She puts ice in it. Yeah. The mug cracks, so, like, the yeah. vodka drips, and she goes... Where did she go? Like, I don't even remember. She, like, she walks all the way room. to, like, her computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, to the computer. That's right, because then it leaks onto the computer and, like, somehow yeah, there's, there's like, a, a huge trail of, like, vodka going from, like, the kitchen to the computer. Yeah, there's a, a short circuit and um something sharp shoots out of the computer and catches her in the neck. And so she's, like, trying it's to make it... It's a piece it, of glass, I think. She's trying to make it somewhere to, like, get some pressure on her neck or something. So she starts going back to the kitchen and at this point, just everything goes it's like kind of nuts. Just falls there's, apart. Yeah, there's like yeah. the the computer catches fire, and then there's the trail of vodka that she has, and so the fire just like follows her along the trail because you know vodka's flammable. I don't know if it's that flammable, but apparently, and it goes all the way up to the burner, conveniently, which causes a big old explosion, blows her back. And she's laying on the ground, still bleeding, and she reaches up for the towel that's sitting on top of the knives and pulls on it, and then it pulls the knives over and they fall into her. And it's very dramatic and very over the top, but mm-hmm. also, like, kind of great. So, like, right before this, Alex is, like, caught outside of her house by the FBI because, like, uh, the teacher called the FBI on him because, like, she said at the funeral that he scares her a whole bunch, like, and that she kind of feels like he's the reason everyone's kind of dying. And so yeah. they take him in and, like, start interrogating him, and, like, he's, like, telling them all these things, like, I can't stop it unless you let me go, and all this other stuff, and, like, it's really overdramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and, they, do um, have, they do have good reason to be suspicious of him, because, like, he did say... While he was on the plane, he was like, this plane is going to blow up. And he was throwing mm-hmm. a big fit. So then, like, when that actually happened, that looks pretty suspicious. 
and then mm-hmm. all these people around him keep dying. So like, like what you doing, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Why so, are you here? Why are you at this death scene again? <laughs> and so like they let him go because like they don't actually have any evidence to like keep him there because like he didn't actually really do anything at the first two three deaths I guess if you're counting the plane. And so he, like, runs back to her house and, like, walks in and her house is on fire. <laughs> and she's, she's got a... <coughs> Sorry, I got a tickle Oops. on my throat there. Oh, no! Death came for you! Be careful. Oh, no! It's just, the wind is blowing! <laughs> ah, John Denver! No! <laughs> oh, yeah! But... We didn't even... Well, I guess we can save that detail for later. That's yeah. the most important detail. We'll save it for last. <laughs> Um, so, like, he, like, walks into her house and, like, <laughs> like pulls the knife out of her and then, like, immediately after, like, her house starts, like, creaking and, like, things are falling apart and so he, like, runs out of her house and then it explodes. And then one of the kids, like, was off the plane with them, his name is Billy, I think. Yep. Um, he's, like, watching, he's, like, oh, hey, Alex, what's up? And then the house explodes right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. So do you want to segue uh, into our next death? It was just the train. Yeah, I mean, this train. one is 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 messy because everyone thinks it's the at this point they they figure out that there's an order thanks to uh, Tony Todd telling telling some clues about death, mm-hmm. uh, and they realize that Carter's next on the list. Uh, who wants to talk about Carter? And then Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk. I'll talk about Carter. So like, Car- So like, they all like meet up and they realize like the FBI is like listening to them and like, uh, clear the the girl who survived. Uh, that wasn't Terry. Is like, you know, the FBI came by and they were asking me like to watch out for y'all and, like, to contact them if, like, you got in contact with me. And so, like, we all, we all just needed to, like, team up, team up and, like, beat this thing because, like, we're not gonna be able to otherwise. And so, like, they all get in the car with, uh, it's, a uh, Carter's car. And so, like, they're talking about, like, who's gonna die next? Do you know who's gonna die next? And they're all kind of, like, freaking out a little bit. And, like, Alex says something like, it's gonna come for all of us. It doesn't really... It doesn't matter at this point. Basically, we just need to stick together. And, like, so Carter takes that as, oh, we're all just gonna die, so I'm gonna kill myself, I guess, with everyone in the car. And so he, like, starts driving really recklessly and, like, takes his hands off the wheel and is, like, you know, just, like, driving like a maniac. And then he stops, like, right in the middle of, like, some train tracks. And, like, the train is coming. And so, like, everyone's getting out of the car except for Carter and and like <laughs> they're all yelling at him like get out of the car get out of the car now and he's like it's not my day to die and then he like tries to turn his car back on and like it just won't start and then he's like trying to get out of the car and he can't cuz the the buckle of his seatbelt is stuck and like he can't open his car door and so like Alex rushes over to him and like pulls him out of the car and like he had Alex had a premonition like earlier in the car about like seeing a seatbelt rip and like he realizes it's the it's Carter's seatbelt and so he like 
pulls on him as hard as he can until the seatbelt rips and he just pulls him through the window. And then, like, the the car gets smashed by the train. And so, like, he basically, like, saves Carter's life and then Carter's just like, this sucks. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't a death, but, like, still... Like, that was a really, another one of those intense scenes where, like, he could have died at any second. Right. And that's immediately followed by Billy getting decapitated. (laughs) Yeah, he, like, (laughs) Billy's, like, screaming about, he's like, you're next, Carter, that means I have to stay away from you. And then, like, literally two seconds later, the train goes by and, like, throws a piece of metal up and it just, like, slices his head off. And, and he, it was the quickest death of anyone, honestly. It was pretty yeah, gruesome. Yeah, yeah, this and Terry's death are, like, some of the, like, quickest and, like, non lethal Well, like, it's over w- when it's over. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty gruesome because the body's standing there with no head, and there's, like, flesh, head flesh there, and then it falls yeah. over, and it's just, <laughs> bleh. Yeah. In terms it's a little of cool- icky. In terms of gore, this was the goriest one, I think. Yeah. But, like, it was the quickest still, so... (laughs) I don't know if I like it or not, just because, like, it happened so fast that, like, I couldn't help but, like, laugh at it. But also, like, it was so gross. Right, like, after this really intense scene, you're like, okay, they're safe for now. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Just real quick, nope, Billy's gone. (laughs) Um, After that, uh... I'm gonna. T- I want to talk about Alex having his breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, bef- before we talk about that, do we want to do a quick break? Do oh, that. Do you want to, like a like an ad break? Yeah, we can do that. I don't want to put you on the spot, Ray, but do you want to talk about mock footage? Sure. Um, mock footage uh, is a podcast I do with my friend Joe. You might know him from other podcasts on the network, like Overwitch. Oops, I, pl- I plugged another podcast. Um, we all have that friend who has somehow never seen any movies, and if you don't know, if, if you if you don't, then you're probably that friend, Ray. Yeah, Ray, you're <laughs> probably right. <laughs> Anyway, either way, mock footage is for you. Uh, our episodes come out every Thursday, and I make a plot summary for a movie that I've never seen. And then Joe makes sure that I don't miss any of the important details, like the most important line, musical numbers, characters, etc. It's fun, and it's a wild ride, but it's really about sharing fun media with your closest friends, which I feel like this podcast also does a little bit. Yeah. But you can find mock footage at lunarlightstudio.com and wherever else you look for podcasts, including Under That Rock. We're there. You'll find us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love it. And now back to Netflix and Kill before Ray loses his train of thought. Because I want to hear you thought. talk about Alex's breakdown. Oh, yeah. So um, Clear and Alex uh, decide that since Alex is next on the list that they have to well okay so they think that death skipped carter and did billy because shenanigans and so they think that alex is next on the list and so uh he and clear hide him out in a cabin like clear's like uncle's cabin or something and we just get this really fun scene of just alex like probably like a few weeks in just hiding out in this cabin because also the cops are probably looking for him 
hiding in this cabin and like safe proofing it to the the highest point like putting cork on like nails and like using mittens to open cans of food mm-hmm. and like using a lantern to like like I don't even know what he was doing with the lantern. <laughs> well, and so he he had light um because he wasn't using the electricity in case like mm. something electrocuted him. And so I still like, feel he like put a... this lantern. Sorry, what? Oh, I said I feel like a a lantern though like it was using like gas and flame. I feel like that's much more dangerous than electricity. Yeah. Yeah, but I he thought was that putting was it like he put it like on top of uh like a pan that was in like another bigger pan that was filled with water so that if it tipped over it would have uh gone into the pan instead of like you know anywhere else. Starting a fire and killing him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he's doing that, and he's eating some food, and he's just, like, there chewing on some, like, canned food, and the wind blows, <laughs> uh, because that's how you know death is coming, is if the wind blows. Mm-hmm. Uh, or and... John Denver starts playing. <laughs> yeah. John Denver starts playing. Um, and a paper bag with garbage tips over, and rolls over and knocks over a piece of metal that triggers a chain of events and, like, starts to open a door, but he stops it. Well, it was a fishing hook, I think. He, like, he, the, it, like, tipped over the fishing rod and it swung over and, like, the hook Mm. grabbed the door and pulled it open. Right. And so he shut the door, saving any mess from happening. Mm -hmm. And then he reaches down on the other side of the door and... Uh, Marty, what did you say while all this was okay. happening? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I I was watching this. He's like wearing gloves to open a can. I was like, what if he takes the gloves off and he gets tetanus? And then literally <laughs> the next minute after he opens the door, he like pulls out a hook from behind the door and he goes, I see tetanus. That's how you're going <laughs> to get me. <laughs> and then starts yelling at death for trying to kill him with tetanus. It's yeah. wild. He has crazy eyes. It's it uh, it really funny because, like, I've I've been like finishing jokes before they happen, like all day today. So, like, hmm. this is the third time this has happened today. <laughs> so instead of having premonitions about death, you're having premonitions about jokes. Uh huh. <laughs> so you're just very funny. Yes, I'm a I'm a silly Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Alex's scene, and then he realizes that he's not next in line. <laughs> yeah, he realizes that like actually it was the uh um it was the order of like people sitting in the plane instead of like the order they got off the plane. Um so <laughs> So, like, he realizes it's actually clear who's next. And, like, so we go, we go to her house. Yeah, a clear scene is a, a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I don't even remember all that happened because it's just too much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it justice. Because, like, there's so much going on. Because at the same time, Alex keeps almost dying because the police are chasing him. It's just, like, this long extended chase scene, basically, where Death is trying to get both of them. <laughs> Both of them, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, clear. So, I don't even remember how it starts, but the wind blows and not and blows out a candle. I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was like a power line there, well, outside a... that goes out. 
And then, like... There was, like, a thunderstorm, right? Yeah, and the lightning strikes, so, like, like one of the thunder... power lines, and it starts, like, whipping around electricity. Yeah. And she goes out to save her dog, <laughs> because she's got a good heart, and she doesn't want her dog yeah. to and get electrocuted. And you have to save the dog. I kept I kept saying, hey, the, the dog is bait. They're not going to do anything to the dog. It's just you that <laughs> they're going to get. They're going to get you, not the dog. If 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 the dog if if the dog dies f- because you didn't save it, your heart will break and you will die. So death is still gonna get you regardless. Oh, clever thinking. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But she manages to save the dog. God, what happens outside? I don't know. Um, there's a pool and electric wires everywhere so, so her clothesline outside it's like this big rotating thing with a bunch of wires and it's made out of metal um it gets knocked over into the pool and the pool breaks and like water goes everywhere and then the the power line like lands in the water but at the last minute she like jumps out of the water so it doesn't get her and then and then she like crawls all the way through her house while this like power like outage is like like electrocuting her entire house and so like there's sparks flying out of outlets and like out of lights and everything and like she's just crawling through her house (laughs) at this point and like it keeps cutting back and forth between her doing this through her house and then like cutting to alex who's like running through the forest and then like a tree falls on him (laughs) And, like, he, like, almost, like, gets stabbed with a tree branch and, like, all this other stuff. And, and it's wacky, <laughs> it's wacky a lot. <laughs> Jeez. Now that you were recalling every single thing that happened. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. But, but this is the climax of the film, right? Where yeah, we're, yeah. like, they're gonna die, right? Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then he, like, makes it to her house and, like, she's... She, like, crawled all the way through her house to her garage and, like, is trying to get out of her house by using her car, which is a bad idea because, like, there's glass and things in the car. And then she, like, tries to use her garage door opener and it doesn't work, so she just, like, rams through her garage door. And, like, the power line is whipping around her garage door and then, like, the the rail that's, like, holding the garage up falls into her car and, like, almost stabs her in the face. (laughs) And then she, like, Uh backs up. And then she's, like, she, like, backs all the way out into the driveway and then there's just just this power line whipping around the car. (laughs) Don't forget the turpentine. Oh, and the turpentine falls over. (laughs) This is so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) It's freaking great. So I don't even remember how they over. managed to survive that, but somehow Alex, like, helps her out, and they end up yeah, he living. Walks, yeah, he walks all the way, like, to her house, and, like, he, uh, he's, like, trying to, like, talk her through stuff. Like, the, the, the electricity from, like, the power line causes a fire for the turpentine, and so there's a fire under the car. And, um, but he's, like... You know, be careful because, like, as long as you're in the car, you're grounded because of the tires, and so the electrocution won't get you. But, like, then, like, the fire goes under the car, and he's like, oh, crap, the car's gonna explode. 
So he, like, walks over and grabs the power line off of the car and, like, electrocutes himself. And it, like, throws him back into the garage. But she gets out of the car. And she's okay. Yay. And he's, uh, like, pretty much knocked out cold. And he's got, like, a bunch of burn marks all over his hands. But, like, he's okay, too. The FBI come by and, like, pick him up. And he goes to the hospital, I think. Because, like, it just kind of jumps to... To like six months later after that. And they all, it, they're on a plane again. Yeah. They're on a plane. It, Alex, Clear, and Carter are on a plane. Yeah. And you're like, why are you on a plane? <laughs> Don't get on that plane. <laughs> they're in Paris. Yeah. They go to Paris to survive, to celebrate the surviving cheating death, I guess. I For guess. It's kind of unclear why they're there, but they're there and they're happy and then. And then Alex is like, wait, but what if death... Wait, no one saved me. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) what about the order? What if death is still after us? And and, um, Ray called this one that the opening of the scene, they're eating at this restaurant and there's this big gigantic light up sign on top of one of the restaurants. Mm -hmm. And Ray is like, oh, gee, I wonder what's going to happen with that. And sure enough, threw a bunch of... It was just so clear and huge. (laughs) And threw a bunch of hijinks. There's, like, a bus that one of them almost gets hit by, and then... Yeah, Alex almost gets hit by a bus, and then he almost gets hit by the sign, because it, like, falls down after, like, the bus hits, like, a a building, and the building, and then, like, the supports for the sign, like, fall down, and, like, so it's, like, swinging around, and so it almost hits Alex... And then Alex gets pushed out of the way by Carter. And then then he's like, see, I told you it wasn't your time to die. And then he, he goes, it's just like the the sign swings back and then it cuts to black. So, like, you know he died. Yeah. Yep. You know he's dead. Good Carter's all, dead. All of this happened um, right after... Um, a French guy started playing Rocky Mountain High by John Denver on the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, should... that's right. That was yeah. one of the signs. Yeah, that so we should, I guess, signs. explain the John Denver thing. Is like, it starts at the beginning of the film. Yeah, when... so, the, so like, <laughs> they go to the bathroom, and it's playing in the bathroom, um, and Alex is, like, on the toilet, and he's, like, listening to the song, and he goes... John Denver died in a plane crash. <laughs> and then, like, it's, like, not mentioned again. But, like, every time someone is fixing to die, someone will start playing that song. So, like, so it, like, not not always. It didn't happen with the first two, but the, the teacher, like, gets out a record um, of John Denver's right. and starts playing Rocky Mountain High, and she, she said, this is Mom's favorite. <laughs> and so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she dies and then uh, I think it started like I don't know if it was just the mime or not the mime it wasn't a mime he was <laughs> mimes don't sing <laughs> every the... French performer is a mime to me. <laughs> the, I'm the, so the... sorry French people <laughs> the French performer with the guitar singing with his vocals that wasn't a mime <laughs> uh, started playing John Denver's yeah I feel like there was a third, like a fourth time that it happened, but I don't remember. Yeah, like I it might have been playing that... on the car radio or something, but I don't remember. Yeah. Death just really likes Sean Denver. 
or really yeah. hates it. <laughs> We're so, not for sure. Did you guys have any favorite characters in this film? Tony Todd's character that was only seen for one scene. Um, yeah. So, so, so Tony Todd. Um, there's just like this one scene where it's not really like. A, a scene that's really needed for the movie because, like, the plot goes on without it. Um, but uh, there's a scene where Alex and Clear, like, break into, like, a funeral home and, like, they're trying to find out how their friend Todd died. And so... <laughs> and so they, like, walk in. They, like, break in and then they, like, walk into, like, the the area where they, like, embalm people. And, uh, Tony Todd is just in there, and he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, giving them this really grim monologue about how death comes for you, and if you piss him off, like, he's still gonna come for you, and all this other stuff, and... <laughs> yeah, it, it's very much implied he... that Tony Todd is the Grim Reaper, basically. Pretty mm -hmm. much. There's a... There was a line that, like, really cracked me up. It was, like, he, he said, like, death is one bad mamma jamma or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really ridiculous, and I have no, no idea why they needed that line. But, like... I I want to believe it was ad-libbed. Right. He just wanted to say I'm it. I'm going to believe so. it, too. <laughs> but, what, um... What was his character's his... name again? It was something really good. Bloodworth. Bloodworth. Yes. His name is Bloodworth, which is, if like, that... the best name for a mortician ever. Right. If it doesn't scream Grim Reaper to you, then I, I don't know what you're doing. He's he's a goth king in this, even though he's in one scene. And oh, I, I mean, love like, him. Yeah, Tony Todd's just a goth king in general, but, like, this scene was, like, super goth. <laughs> he's like a mortician and he's like monologuing about death and while he's doing that he's like putting embalming fluid into their friend and it's like freaking them out and he's just sitting there like kind of like smirking and giggling to himself about putting like embalming fluid in their friend <laughs> while they're watching <laughs> and it's it's just really funny and I, re I really liked his character because he, he nails it every time no matter what character he's playing but like it was just so like, even though it wasn't, like, a scene that was, like, necessary for the film, it was just really fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was necessary because it set up the lore for the rest of the franchise. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know anything about the rest of the movies, but I want to believe. <laughs> well, I, I don't know anything about the, the films, but I guess I do know that Tony Todd is in the rest of them. Yeah. Ooh. So, right? You said you've seen the second one, though, right? Yeah, I did see the second one. Um, that one is very clear in my mind, uh, for the most part, about what happens. I don't remember if Tony Todd's in it. Um, I, I think I, so. I think so. I think so. he is, because I, I looked up his IMDb, and it said he played Bloodworth in that one, too. Yeah, I think I think I remember seeing him there for, for a scene again. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed uh, Clear. Yeah. Uh, Clear was her fun. Team. Her full name, uh, though. She... Clear Rivers, which is the Clear best. Rivers. That's so hippie. It's so good. I love we, it. We get a lot about her character, not through her monologuing, but, like, just through her actions and, like, the world around her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's especially that scene in the beginning where, like, the families of, like, the survivors of the plane all come, and she's just kind of standing there. Yeah. And we're like, oh, she doesn't have family! And then I immediately fell in love because, of course, I did. Mm-hmm. She's, like, the weird pseudo-goth girl who, like, welds sculptures and, like, really loves learning French. And she's just really cool. I yeah, like she's a, a cool gal. Yeah. Just the fact that she, like, knew everything about how to break into the morgue. Yeah. was great, Yeah. <laughs> She She's like, come on, this way. I'm like, before. have you been here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would have been fun is if her and uh, Bloodworth just had a conversation like, sup, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, so how you doing? Uh, how's the no parents thing going? Do you need any help? You know, I'm always here if you need some guidance. He's just kind of like her adoptive dad. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. That this is very a good. Really cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Especially if he is the Grim Reaper, that that would just be a great story. Like the Grim yeah. Reaper adopts the daughter. Yes. And it would have been funny had like, I uh, I don't know, cause like, you know, she's in danger of like dying like throughout the end of the movie. But like, it would have been funny had she been like his adopted daughter. And then, like, he was just using her as bait to kill Alex because he's mad that he stopped the the plane from exploding everyone on it. <laughs> and then she kills him and she becomes a Grim Reaper for the next movie. Yes. Yeah. And this hmm. is a better franchise than whatever we got. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I don't know what we got because I've never seen any of the yeah, these movies I was except say... for this one just now. Yeah, I was about to say, I haven't seen the other ones, so I really don't know. But Yeah. Uh, we can safely say, I think, that this franchise is better than Saw. Well, I liked it a lot better than Saw, even though I haven't seen Saw. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I've never seen Saw. Yeah. Um, you don't miss anything. But no, what I like about this film no. is, like, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, it takes itself seriously Mm-mm. enough to, like, commit to the idea, but not yeah. seriously enough that it thinks it's trying to say something, like, deep and philosophical. I like the the trauma that the characters go through Yeah. Uh, after the plane crash. I think that that was done very well, and the actors all did a, a fantastic job with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, same hat, same trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really liked that too. Um, I, I just really enjoyed this movie because like there were some really good and like well executed scenes, but you know like that the the writers and like the director and like everyone who worked on it know that it's kind of a ridiculous thing to do to like set up all of these like convoluted scenes, and so they're just having fun with it, and you can really tell that they're having fun with it based on like all the stuff that they added in to like happen it's like don't forget the turpentine we need the knives here <laughs> yes mm-hmm. the vod it has to be vodka i mean it's so it's so convoluted that like it's like really really kind of impressive how they like got all of those details in there and like all of them serve a purpose for a scene but yeah. like at the same time it's so ridiculous to watch so like it's mm-hmm. like a really really detailed joke that they set up and the the punchline is death. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. And it's it's great is that all of those these items are just mundane items around your yeah, home. Exactly. <laughs> Which is part of the fear factor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That you could die at any time. I could go outside to my garage and then the wind blows and then the turpentine falls over and I, I explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well Oh man. I, I don't know where specifically you live, but I can safely say that here that is a strong possibility because the wind is constantly blowing. <laughs> yeah. Where we live. So like when I was driving when I was driving home today, like I almost got blown off the road by like forty mile an hour winds. Oh so, no. Like so like the wind blowing is a very real possibility. <laughs> oh jeez. But it's a good That's... thing I survived. Death didn't get me this time. This time. I'm very glad. Yeah. He probably wants something more convoluted than a car wreck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta go out in style. Well, he wanted you to record this episode so he could get his SEO up. Yeah. First. He, he needed to get that cloud up first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after this episode goes out, he'll he'll be after you. Double. Yeah, he'll start playing John Denver in my room or something. <laughs> out of nowhere, you just hear John, John Denver playing. It'll, it'll be like, I'll like start watching YouTube videos, and then I'll like get an ad with Rocky Mountain High playing in the background or something. And, and you have to like, escape oh, your house. And yeah. then, like, I don't know, I like, like choked to death accidentally in my sleep because I like tangled myself up in a blanket or something I don't know <laughs> well here we are <laughs> if you don't hear from me that's probably what happened mm. Rocky Mountain High Colorado <laughs> I hear it it's John Denver he's coming <laughs> is it windy outside well, it is Ryan. I can hear it. Oh, that's <laughs> um, fair. So would you guys recommend this movie? Um, yeah, I think I would. Just because it's it's kind of a fun watch, even though, like, it does have its cheesy moments. They're still, like, pretty pretty funny to watch. And, like, the, the scenes are really well executed. And, like, even though it's, like, a 2000 film and, like, you can tell the quality is kind of not the best... It's still it's still pretty good, I think. I think it was really well detailed and pretty fun. Yeah, I would recommend this movie. I had a lot of fun watching it with you two. And I think the acting for the for what the movie's about was well done. Mm-hmm. I think the scenes even as convoluted as they are are very well shot and I could you like you said earlier, I could just tell they were having a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm, Plus, yeah. it's just a wild concept. Yeah. That, like, if you keep thinking about it, like, I am I personally will start, like, having anxiety about this. And that's why I've been avoiding this series for a yeah. long time. But it's... I think that's part of the charm. I yeah. think... Honestly, I think we're all safe, mainly because it's too convoluted. It's too yeah. convoluted of actions for death to, <laughs> to get us with. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's a good kind of movie. It makes, at least for me, it makes me feel more at ease just watching it with other people and like yeah, yeah, can laugh and enjoy the silly, the silly yeah. little convoluted setups. Yeah, this world in which Tony Todd is probably deaf and is you know adopted a daughter yeah. <laughs> and killing all of her classmates because he doesn't like them especially the one she like ends up calling baby a whole bunch for no reason 
I guess they're dating yeah. now, but not yeah. really. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of happened. Like, are we together now? Are they dating? What? She it was never baby. It was never clear, but like, I guess you don't have to make it clear. But for a movie, you kind of have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a, a cut scene. A scene was cut where they were like, "Yeah, we're dating now because we could die at any moment." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sounds the most likely. Mm-hmm. And they just because she does the it twice. Where she says, "Baby." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Kai? Oh, yeah, I recommend this movie. Like like I said, it's more fun to watch with other people, but I think that it's an enjoyable time and I look forward to watching the others eventually. And I, I kind of want to see how much more convoluted these get because this one yeah. like had some pretty wild concepts in it. And so yeah. I kind of want I kind of want to see like what else they'll come up with. The only thing I know about the sequels is that one of them has something to do with a roller coaster. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember which one it is, but like I think it's five. Um, I, I remember yeah. seeing. I remember seeing like a preview for it when I was in middle school, and it was like they were at the mall and like the escalator broke and like it was like sucking people in because of the mechanisms. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my. And then it was like Final Destination Five. In <laughs> <laughs> I like your trailer voice. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. <laughs> well, I think that just about wraps us up. I'll bring a little, a little bit of mock footage over here and ask you guys what was your favorite line, the most memorable line from the movie. Hmm. Um, I think the most memorable line is, uh, you're next, bro. You're dead. You're already dead meat. And then he, and then Billy dies. <laughs> Subverting expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Ray? I really liked the teacher's, like, mom's favorite. <laughs> she yeah. started the, the record player. It was just so matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good yep what uh, do you think kyla um what was the one you said tony todd said about death is a what was it B- bad mama jim yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be my favorite i think <laughs> i don't know if that's exactly what he says but i want to believe that it's what he something says. similar to that i'll have to go back and check like exactly but like <laughs> it's it's definitely something like that uh, that's a that's good one. That's a hearts. good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, where can you guys be found? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Frosty the R Zero Bot. It's winter time, so I'm going into hibernation mostly. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm still I'm still kind of posting there. It's just me being silly mostly because it's my personal but if you want to follow me go ahead and ray how about you um you can find me on twitter at ella ray 13 that's e-l-e-r-a-y my name 13 uh and you you can follow me on there i talk about i don't know what i talk about i i mean i you'll get info about my other podcasts Sometimes I'm just giving you hard truths about kindness. 
that's mostly my brand these days. It's just telling you to be kind. So if you need that, go follow me on Twitter. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good brand. And you have yeah. several. So I know you, we asked you to talk about mock footage, but you actually have several podcasts. So if you want to... I do. Do some plugs Plug for those as well, because they're all wonderful. Sure. If um, I host Over Witch... Also on the Lunar Light Studio Network with Joe from Mock Footage and our friend Terrence. We talk about video games and why video games are for everyone and kind of try to give voices to underrepresented populations in the gaming community. So we do that. And I have... (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) Um, And I have another podcast called Deck of Friendship with... Also on the Lunar Light Studio Network, surprise, with uh, Marble and Mars, where we talk about uh, friendship animes that have, like, a game component to them. Uh, Right now we're going through Fighting Foodons, and we just finished up Yu-Gi-Oh! a a while back, but this is a really good jumping-on point if you want to see what Fighting Foodons is all about, or what Wholesome Friendship is about. Yes. So, yeah. Friendship, that's my thing. There's nothing yes. more... There's not a... I'm trying to think of the way to word this. There's no better bonding experience <laughs> than watching, like, a weird knockoff Pokemon anime. <laughs> it's true. I, I want to uh. say right now, Ray, that, that I feel like your brand is friendship. You just, like, exude that energy. Yeah. Aw, thanks. I, I didn't build it up. It just kind of happened that I am friend- I'm friend? Yes. You're friend. You are shaped like a friend. I am shape of friend. Yes. That movie by Guillermo del Toro, Shape of Friend. The Shape me. of Friend. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, a perfect sequel. It's just about you being a friend to everyone. Oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> I would watch it too. Actually. I would too. There's not enough friendship movies to go around. Yeah. No. Guillermo del Toro, if you're that. listening, and this is our pitch. <laughs> the Shape of Friend. Uh. You can find Netflix and Kill on Twitter at Netflix underscore N underscore Kill. My Twitter is Kai the Jedi. I talk about robots and I don't even know what else. Horror stuff usually. So mm-hmm. pretty on brand for this podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Stay safe. Avoid death if you can. Don't listen to John Denver. Don't do it. <laughs> if the wind blows, run away. If the wind blows, make sure that uh you have like the crack under your door pretty sealed off. Uh, yeah, because then death will get in. Maybe drink vodka in like a crack-proof cup, not a mug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. Be safe. Invest in a dryer instead of a clothesline. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Those things seem pretty dangerous. Thank you for listening. May your nightmares be plentiful. Rocky Mountain High.